Hi guys, it's Panam. The title of this episode is Strengthening from Within. The Bible says in Ephesians 3 from verse 14. Ephesians 3 from verse 14 it says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ will dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge. So, as people, we, or rather not just Christians, people generally, people generally go through a lot of issues, a lot of circumstances that are difficult, a lot of, a lot of utterly weakening moments, right? In, in certain situations, people are faced with, with temptations that are, that bring them to the precipice of renouncing your faith, you know? A lot of times people are faced with, for example, medical conditions that threaten at at its core the fundamental of their faith in God. And Paul wrote to Paul wrote to the Ephesian church within a specific context. A context of, you know, the fact that he could have prayed, he could have prayed for for them to have material blessings. He could have prayed for them for, for, for their jobs, for, you know, physical things. Could have prayed that they never lacked anything. And those, 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 are, those are valid prayers because God expects us to be able to ask for things from Him because He's our Father, right? But then there is a place in prayer where the focus of our prayer is not things. But the focus of our prayer brings us to a place where we are prepared to handle anything. Where we are brought to we are brought to a place where we are strengthened inwardly. Now as as Christians we do realize that a man is a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body and on those three levels a man can be strengthened a man can be strengthened in his body a man can be strengthened in his soul 
and a man can be strengthened in his spirit. In the body of a man, he can be strengthened by by being fed, by being nourished. In the soul of a man, he can be strengthened by being motivated, being, I don't want to use the word gassed up, but in certain scenarios, you know. However, in the spirit, it works a different way. And before I even get to the strength, how a man is strengthened in the spirit, we must realize that for the for the for the situations that people face in life, being strengthened physically and in your soul does not cut it. Mm-mm. Being strengthened physically doesn't cut it because of the fact that I cannot, I cannot use physical strengthening to put an end to, I don't know, let me say, for example, facing a very difficult time in my health, right? In, a, in that hypothetical situation. Being physically strengthened can do absolutely nothing to that matter. And I could say, and I could say the same about being strengthened in my soul. That I am motivated does not mean I can tackle severe problems that bring me to the precipice of even just life and death. And now enter being strengthened in the spirit. So Paul was praying for the church. He said, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the, of whom the family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, according to the abundance of the splendor of God, for us as people, for us as believers to be strengthened with might by God's spirit in our inner man. And so because I am born again, I am brought to a vital union with God because the Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. And so in that union, I can be strengthened to tackle life's problems as they come. In that union, I can be strengthened to be able to fulfill God's plan for my life. In that union, I can be strengthened to be able to stand in the gap for other believers that are going through tough times. Not necessarily just you, right? Not necessarily just a situation where you are tackling your problems, but you're tackling or you're standing in the gap and you're interceding and you're you're praying, you're making supplications for someone else, right? And and so this is this is even this is even just put together by a truth in God's word in 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 First Corinthians ten thirteen that it says. They have no problem, or rather, they have no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. Meaning that problems are common to, there are no, 
there are no there is no segment of humanity that has more more problems than the other right there is no segment of humanity that has more more trials and temptations more more bad happenings quote unquote than another problems are common to mind in fact the bible says in first peter 5 it says that um what does it say again it says oof let me give me a second let me find it first peter first peter 5 First Peter 5, verse 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. This is verse 8. Verse 9, Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Other versions say something like, Resist the devil steadfast in faith knowing that his attacks are not just on you wherever you are but every other believer everywhere else and so there is no attack of the devil that is that is um what's the word i'm looking for now there's no attack of the devil that is still on me So just capital of people everywhere face problems. And so we get to this part of scripture where Paul is praying and he says that that she may be strengthened with might by God's spirit. This is a world from give me, give me. This is a world from give me butter, give me bread. I would like a raise in my job. I like promotions. This is a world different from, um, this is worlds apart from, from I receive money, I, I get a bigger house, I get a bigger car, I get to travel. All those things are good, please. All those things are fantastic, phenomenal. But there is just a place for being strengthened. There is just a place where we... We receive strength from within. Because over and over, the world is replete with examples of people who are not who are not even equipped to go through life's challenges. The world is re- replete with with examples of people who fall who fall on their faces in the face of utterly weakening moments the world is replete with pictures of people who who turn to destruct who turn to equally destroying appetites and desires when they face life's problems when they stand in the face of life's problems. But for you and I who are believers, we are strengthened with might by God's Spirit in the inner man. And then this, this, this thought just marries it all. 
this thought in my is the first that we ought to be strengthened. You know, believers do not some and, and I don't and I do not mean and and I do not say this for all believers. Some believers do not really walk in the consciousness of the fact that we have authority. Some believers do not walk in the consciousness of the fact that we are empowered to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over every power of the enemy. You know? But it's 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 fundamentally one of the things, one of one of the gifts that we have being saved. That we are we are equipped with power in the Holy Ghost. We are equipped with power by God's Spirit. And this power enables us to walk through our day victorious in spite of whatever challenges, in spite of whatever trials, in spite of whatever situation it may be, that we walk with and through and above these things. For some people it may be it may be ungodly desires. But we are strengthened with might by God's Spirit. We are strengthened with might by God's Spirit. We are strengthened with might by God's Spirit. Another thing that I just believe we ought to bring to the foreground is the fact that we must begin to speak. We must begin to speak what the word says about us. In a world like this, Satan is doing everything to be able to use your own mouth against you. And so he brings he brings negative reports in the news. He brings negative reports just all around. To be able to bring you to that place where you will use your mouth to confess lack. Where you will use your mouth to confess confess a lack of wholeness in your life to bring you to a place where you confess you confess to a life that is less than what Jesus has done in the cross so it's important for us as believers to be able to to be able to make sure it is what God's word says about us that we are saying about ourselves. In Philemon, some people say Philemon. Let's check it out. In Philemon, Philemon has just one chapter like Jude and Obadiah. Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. In the Passion Translation, it says that I pray that, I pray for you, that the faith we share may effectively deepen your understanding of every good thing that belongs to you in Christ. Um, 
I think this is the modern, yes, modern King James, modern King James version says that the fellowship of your faith may operate in a full knowledge of every good thing in you, in Christ. Literal standard version says that the fellowship of your faith may become working in the full knowledge of everything of every good thing rather that is in you toward Christ Jesus Lexham English Bible says I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective in the knowledge in the knowledge of every good thing that is in us for Christ Darby Bible. Darby Bible says, in such sort that thy participation in thy in the faith should become operative in the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in us towards Christ Jesus. A faithful version says. So that the fellowship of your faith may become effective in the acknowledgement of every good thing that is in you toward Christ Jesus. And in that verse, there is always the word acknowledging, acknowledgement. In the King James, it says acknowledging. And that word is gotten from a Greek word called epignosis. It's gotten from a Greek word called epignosis. Epignosis is... It, it alludes to deep, intuitive knowledge. It's... It, it alludes to recognition that is by implication full discernment. Full discernment, full understanding. It's the fact that it's like it's like the fact that I would wake anyone up and ask them certain things and they do not have to think about it before they give me an answer. Like, what is your name? Personal information. Why? Because it's, 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 it's just that deep ingrained within you. And that is the place where the Word of God needs to live in our hearts. In fact, people who... De- this, is, this is how powerful God's Word is. It's that powerful that people who were not regenerated, people who did not have the Spirit of God within them, knew enough two people, David and Joshua, knew enough that if they could stick to God's word for Joshua, it would bring good success for David. It would enable him to not sin. So in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it says, This book of the Lord shall not depart from thy heart, but it shall meditate to do what is written there in day and night. And in doing that, you will make your way prosperous and have good success. David says in the Psalms, Your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. 
and they discovered that this was the closest thing they had to keeping the law of Moses. And then how much more us, how much more us who have the spirit of God within, not just the spirit upon, but the spirit within. And so now the word of God, the word of God now is brought to life by the spirit within us. And so this word of God is able to refine our hearts. This word of God is able to change our desires. If we stick with the power in God's word, it's able to bring healing to long-standing illnesses. It's able to bring direction. It's able to bring calmness to, 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 to the wreckage that are in the minds of some of us. The word of God is able to bring a calm, a peace, a rebuilding, a stillness to some of us who have wreckages for minds. And so, dear believer, please understand, you can be strengthened. You can be strengthened. So, dear Father, I pray for my brother, my sister, anyone hearing this right now, that according to the riches of your glory, that you grant us to be strengthened with might by your Spirit in our inner man, and that in this strengthening we will come to a place where we can guard our hearts with, with your love, where we can come to understand the love of Christ, that passes knowledge. We give you praise and glory, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.